Check one, two, check one, two. Everybody, welcome back to the Flavor Flav Show, the original podcast, baby. Hey, yo, check this out. I'm very, very excited right now to bring my next guest to my couch. Way back in the days, in many, many ways, my boy here paved the way for black children to be on TV doing commercials. Also, he was the jack-in-the-box kid. Everybody grew up with this jack-in-the-box kid. He had an afro and all that. Yo, I am so honored and so proud to have my boy, the real McCoy. He goes by the name of Rodney Allen Rippy. Yes, Yo, Rod! What's going on, man? What's up, Rodney? Rodney Allen Rippy, everybody. Yes, Rodney sir. Allen Rippy. Yeah, that's right. The first black kid on TV. You know what I'm saying? The Jack in the Box kid that we all grew up with. And the whole nine. Yeah, boy. And this is my good friend right here. You yes, know what I'm yes, saying? Yes, yes. And we getting ready to sit down and we going to talk to Rodney. Y'all getting ready to learn a lot of stuff right now today from my boy. No, eee, Rodney. Hey, what's up? I got man? my boy Rodney Allen Rippy in the building, man. Yes. Yo, thank you for coming too, bro. Man, I wasn't gonna miss it for the world, brother. <laughs> wasn't gonna miss it hey, for yo, the world. Hey, yo, I want you to have a seat right over here on my couch. There it is. Right there. Take that first seat. Go ahead, brother. Man, what a room, man. You. Thank you, man. He's the man. Thank you, man. Thank you, man. My manager built this for me, man. Beautiful. You know what I'm beautiful. Saying? Eee, I got Rodney Allen Rippy. <laughs> Check this out. Yeah, boy, flavor, flavor in the building. And damn Skippy in the place I got my brother, Rodney Allen Rippy. Yes, sir. Yo, Rod, thanks for coming by my show, bro. What an incredible, man. Incredible. Yo, good to you, see man. you, bro. Thank you, man. But it's good to see you, too. And let me tell you something, man. First of all, your looks are still the same, bro. You don't change. You don't age, hey. man. What's what's the secret, man? Man, trying to eat well, man. Get plenty of rest. Drink plenty of water, man. And just loving life, bro. Wow. Hey, yo, for everybody, everybody that don't know, this man right here, the first black kid on television. And that broke all black children in the music, into television. You know wow. what I'm saying? Not music. Television. I started to say music. <laughs> there you go. There you go. I'm so used to having musical guests up in here. Hey, but, I got a little music for but, you too. But, but Rodney, let me ask you this, man. Yeah. Way back in them days, way back in those days of you doing commercials, I mean, as a black kid. Yeah. In, a, in an all-white world. And the reason why I say an all-white world is because you know, all the commercials mm -hmm. and everything, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying, was all white. Sure. Back in them days, you didn't have black people on commercials. I so know. that's why I yeah. said in an all white world. Sure. What was it like breaking yourself into an all white world? And how did how did it happen? How did how did you get started? What's the give me the four one one. Wow. Well Flav, look, man, this goes back to nineteen seventy two. Wow. And, and I was just a little kid. I grew up on the west side of Long Beach. Middle class family. Nothing special. Long Beach, California? Long Beach, California. Okay. Yes, the sir. Reason why I, the reason why I asked you that is because from where I'm where I'm from in Long mm -hmm. Island, uh -huh. we got Freeport, Roosevelt, Hempstead, but we even have a Long Beach. I didn't. Oh, that's right. And that's, that's where right. and that's where the founder of Def Jam Records from Rick Rubin. Yes, that's where he's from. He's from Long Beach. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So so Long Beach, Long yeah. Beach, California. Long Beach, California. I'm just a little kid, and one day, one afternoon, I'm sitting there and I'm watching the Little Rascals. You know, I'm like a little kid sitting on the floor. Three years old. Which was one of my favorite programs too. Yep. I'm watching the Little Rascals and I'm laughing. And my mom keeps hearing me laugh, and so she comes out of the kitchen, and she's washing dishes, she dries her hands off, and she's got a dish towel in her hand. She goes, what's so funny? And I pointed the TV, and my mom says, you laughing at buckwheat? I'm like, yeah. And she's like, 
what, you think you could do that? You think you could be on TV? I'm like, yeah. And my mom's like, wait a minute, wait, wait, wait. You wouldn't be afraid of all the lights and the cameras and everything? And I'm like, nope. So my mom, she was one to call you bluff. So she goes over to the Yellow Pages, picks up the Yellow Pages. And back in that day, there were agents and talent managers in the Yellow Pages. Right, right. So mom starts calling people uh-huh. and saying, you know, I got a cute son. I think he's got what it takes. What do I need to do? And after some trial and error, my mom got me, my brother, Kenneth Wayne, my sister, Beverly Lee. We were all signed up with an agent. And it was the Dorothy Day Otis agency in Hollywood. And Dorothy was the top child, you know, talent manager and agent in, right. in Hollywood. Right. And mom just hit a great agent. And uh, what was the name? Dorothy what? Dorothy Day Otis. Okay. Dorothy Day Otis. O-T-I-S. Wow. And so Dorothy um, met with us and she actually ended up signing my, my sister and brother and myself. My sister went out first in the family, and she landed a commercial for Banquets Fried Chicken, the frozen chicken in the in the freezer section. Yeah, I remember Banquets. Yep. Yeah. My brother, he went out, and he had an audition for the Coca-Cola commercial. I like to teach the world to, to sing, sing in perfect, perfect harmony. harmony. Right. So, and dun, then, dun, 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 yeah. And keep me company. Dun, there you go. Dun, dun, dun. Yes, sir. Yeah. So... <laughs> I'm the littlest one of the, I'm the baby of the bunch. And I'm like, you know, I'm all bummed out. And I'm like, mom, when am I going to get a chance? My mom said, well, you'll get a call. And one day the phone rang and it was Jack in a box. Well, it was my agent. And she said, Flossie, that was my mom's name. She said, Flossie, we got a big, huge commercial for Rodney. And Jack in a box is in trouble. They are in financial trouble and they need a kid. They need a mascot to pull them out. And we're sending Rodney in. There's a hundred kids called in. And my mom said, what? So sure enough, my mom takes me in. We walk in the place in Hollywood and there's a hundred kids there. Little boys with bow ties and girls with pigtails in their head. Right. And my mom was like, oh my God, your first audition. And you got to go up with all this competition. So we walk in, my mom was just worrying, like, cause I'm three and a half years old. Wow. So we go in and we sit down and we're waiting, you know, when you audition, you gotta wait for right. your turn. Right. And my mom was sitting there and she said, Rodney, I smell food. She said, um, remember, I think they're gonna give you food. Remember the manners I taught you. She said, don't put your elbows on the table. And, and, and remember, baby, don't talk with your mouth full. Remember that. Don't talk with your mouth full. I said, okay, I got it, Mom. Uh, and so on. And, and she said, uh, and whatever they put in front of you, don't touch it. I said, okay, I got it. And sure enough, they called me in. And my mom walked me to the door, the audition room, and she got down on one knee. I'm, you know, three and a half. And she looked at me and she said, Rodney, I can't go no further. You're going to have to do this. She said, you got to do this. And she gave me a kiss on the cheek and she turned the doorknob and pushed me in the door. And my mom was like this, like squatting down next to the door, just like, oh, man, she's hating it, you know. So I walk in. There's a yeah. beautiful white table just like this. And they literally, on the set, this lady was grilling up. Jumbo Jacks, right there. Every kid got their own individual burger. Wow. So they plop this big old burger down in front of me. Next thing you know, the guy says, he turns a little, and he didn't even have a huge camera. It was just a casting camera. And he turns his little camera on, and he says, hey, haven't I seen you on TV before? And I said, yeah. He goes, what's your name? Rodney? Rodney what? Rodney Allen Rippey. He goes, what's that in front of you? I said, that's the Jumbo Jack from Jack in the Box. He said, can you get a bite out of it? I said, it's too big to eat. And he said, well, go ahead, try it, take a bite. So I'm thinking as a kid, Rod, you might only get one bite, so take a huge bite. So I took this huge bite, and he said, tell me how you like it. And I remembered what my mom said, and I put it down, and I said, uh-uh, can't talk, my mouth's full. And he died laughing. <laughs> and so that was the audition and believe it or not, they called me back the next day 
and they they loved me and they killed casting and they said that's our guy and believe it or not that was a 14-year run with jack in the box wow the academy of television arts and science gave me an award for having one of the greatest commercials in the past 50 years wow so from the jacket Did you of, get an award too Did of course yeah i got it is that my pad man so yo this is crazy yep this is crazy because i mean as a kid I'm watching TV commercials and I'm watching you. Oh. And man. now and now what's crazy is today, this kid on the commercial is my friend. That's right. <laughs> and I'm bugging out. Oh. Because I'm I'm friends with Rodney Allen Rippy, man. This is I mean, this is huge to me, man. Being being friends with you is huge to me, bro. Well, and you know? likewise, it meant you being I, a music I, icon. Yes, I me know. loving your music and and, and we met at the Hollywood Black Music Festival. That's right. That's and, right. Uh, um, uh, uh, was it was it on Wilshire? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it, it was on Wilshire. Wilshire? It was I on think Wilshire. It's, yes, sir. And I met you backstage. I, I know we were doing something that yep. night, and I yep. got to meet you. I was like, wow. And, and you know what? And we hit it off that night. We did. And we became good friends, man. Yep. And then when I came out. When I really started pursuing my TV career. Yes, that's right. You were with me. Yes, sir. You were with me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Even before I started pursuing my TV career. Yep. Me and you was hanging out. You told you me. Know? You told me. You said, Rod, I want to act. I want to get on TV. I said, man, yeah. you got it. <laughs> I told I said, you got the person. You got it, man. And you did. Thank you, man. I, I tried, man. But let me tell you, man. Man, Rodney, one thing that I'll never forget. Oh, no. Oh, you know I got to bring this up because my brother, outside of this TV commercial shit, you a gangster, brother. Yeah, have you know to be sometimes. When the cops pulled me over, man, I had this big, loud system in my car, yep. man. You know what I'm saying? And they were, they were going to tow my car. Yep. They were going to tow my car and everything, you know, and the police me had and me. you were rolling that me. night. Yeah, we were rolling because you were following me. I think you were following me. No, I was, no, you was with me that night. I was night. with you. You was with me that night. Yes, right. sir. Right. The cops pulled us over. They, were, they wouldn't let you take my car, so they wanted to tow my car, this nope. and that, that, and this. And while I'm back there talking to the police, Rodney said, Man, I ain't let nobody get my boy for his system. No, you, you said you said to me, you said, man, I don't care about this car. I'm going to let this car go. I said, wait a minute, Flav. You just got all these sounds put in this car. You're like, man, I'll just do it again. I go, wait a minute. You just going to let it go? You're like, I don't care. And I said, all right, I'll be right back. I said, you keep talking Yo, to the cops. And, and let me tell y'all, everybody, Rodney went to the car. He was like, fuck the police. I'm taking my boy's shit out of here right now. Yep. And my boy is going to have his system. No tools. No tools whatsoever. Rodney did all of this barehanded and got the system out the doggone car before the tow trucks came there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so thank you for saving my system that day. Hey, it was worth Thanks it. Thanks for being my brother, man. Always. Thanks for being my hangout partner, man. Thanks for, for being my protege. Thanks for being in my life, bro. Yes. All this great stuff, you know what I'm saying? And the whole nine, I, ever since then, yes, I had a fantastic journey with television. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Um, Proud of you too, man. Thank you, man. And also, I got to meet some cool people through you. And, and mainly our girl, Betsy Hammer. Betsy Hammer, that's right. That's right, Betsy Hammer. Yeah. And and, and and she worked with Adam. Adam Sandler, that's, that's right. right. She worked with Adam She was Sandler. on the music side for Adam. That's right. Yep. That's yep. right, for years, man. Yeah. And, 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 through, and through Betsy Hammer and Adam Sandler, I got to meet Tony Orlando. Wow. And Eddie Money. Wow. Wow, that's big, man. Yep. That was big right there, you know what I'm saying? Word up, man. But thanks to you, all of that happened, bro. Oh, if it wasn't man. for me, me knowing you, none of that would have been possible, man. You know what so, I'm saying? Word it's up, all man. Good. I'll never I'll never forget 
the Thanksgiving that I cooked Thanksgiving dinner and you came over. That's right. Me and Betsy was at you your sure house. Did. You came by. That's right. And you yep. was living out in Palmdale? No, it was no. in Glendale. Glen, Glendale. Yeah. Off of Lost Palm. Palmas. Lo, uh, Lost Feelers. Lost Feelers. Yeah. 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 Hey, everybody. This is my boy Rodney Allen Rippey. For just in case y'all don't know who he is. Yes. My longtime friend and also the Jack in the Box kid that we most grew up with. You know what I'm saying? And he's the first black kid to really break black children in, oh, in, in, in the TV commercials and all of that. And into television, man. You know yes, what I'm yes, saying? Yes, sir. Yo, so um, let me ask you this. Um. What you been doing? What, what, what you been up to? I mean, what's what's been happening, Rodney? <sighs> well, Flav, you know, after you know, going, you know, doing all the things in television, you know, I went on, went to college, I got my degree in marketing and advertising. Right. I, I've had the pleasure of working with a lot of the big media outlets here in town. I work for Westwood One, KFWB News Radio here in town. I work for ABC News here. You know. Yeah. And. Uh, you know, just had a had a great run. I actually was able to apply the knowledge and things that I picked up in college, started my own marketing PR company. And, you know, I have the pleasure of just kind of working with different colleagues and people on projects and it and it's entertainment based, media based. And, and you know, I'm pretty excited. Um I'm co executive producer of the Country Soul Music Awards. Wow, Country Soul. Yeah, so that's people like Ronnie Millsap, Aaron Neville, Lionel Richie, you know. Okay, you Anthony know. Hamilton too. Hey, hey, country soul, yeah, man. You got a little bit of that, Anthony. Man, I'm telling you, all of these yeah. people, they don't know that the the genre country soul, it's not about skin tone, it's about that sound. People don't know if it wasn't for Lionel Richie, Kenny Rogers would have never had Lady because he gave him the song. Wow. People don't know that Tina Turner has a whole country album. People don't know the Pointer Sisters won a country Grammy for their song Fairy Tales. Wow, I didn't know that. See, these are the type of things that we're going to spotlight on the show, and we're going to be breaking new artists. We're featuring uh, some of the best in, in country soul. Wow, that's the, and a lot of people wouldn't even... Wouldn't even suspect <clears throat> that your boy Flavor Flav did a country song. I remember that. Remember my country song I called do. Hotter Than Ice. Hotter Than Ice. Yes, sir. Yeah, man. I, That's right. I'm hotter than, than ice for you, your baby. baby. That's right. Yes, sir. And I hope our love never <laughs> ends. That's right. Without you, my world is like, like yellow snow. snow. But with you, it's white once again. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> Boy, you something else. I love it. Oh, that. man. My first country record ever, man. Hot and nice. That's right. I remember that. Yo, so let's talk about this first American Music Award, man. What's what, what is the, what's this first American what? Music Award about, man? Your first American <sighs> Music Award. Wow. Well, that was when I was doing, you know, back in the day. Once I started with Jack in the Box, I mean, things were hot. I mean, I did all the shows. Six Million Dollar Man, Police Story, Dr. Welby, MD, The Odd Couple. Right, right. Yeah. You were all, I remember you being on Dr. Welby and yep. also on The Six Million Dollar Man. Yes, sir. So, 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 is that what commercials did for you? It also got you yes. television roles? Yeah. Roles well, on TV? Yes, it did. The Jack in the Box was the start. And then right after that, we got a call from Dick Clark. And Dick Clark Productions invited me and my mom down to to do the American Music Award just to be a guest. Not American Bandstand, but no, American Music Awards. Uh, the very okay. first American Music Awards. If you go on YouTube and you type in Rodney Allen so Rippey. Were, you were part of the very first American Music Awards I ever? I did. Kind? I did the very first American Music Award. And what happened was. You hosted it? No, I'm, I was a guest. Wow. I'm walking the red carpet, and literally, Dick Clark was there handshaking every guest that came in, saying, oh, thank you, man. Oh, my God, this is my big night. Oh, thank you for coming, so-and-so. And when I came in, he goes, hey, Rodney, you made it. He goes, 
oh my God, you look like a miniature Michael. I'll be right back. And he runs off. And so me and my mom, we come in, we sit down. Next thing you know, production comes up and says, hey, Miss Rippy, we need Rodney. And my mom goes, where are you taking him? He goes, don't worry, we'll take care of him. And they grabbed me and ran backstage. And my mom is sitting there on the second row going, oh my God, where'd they take Rodney? And so when the nominees came out, it was Michael Jackson and Donny Osmond. Well, <laughs> another child actor buddy of mine is Ricky Siegel from the Partridge family. Okay. And Ricky looked like a miniature Donnie because he had this beautiful black hair. And I had this big wow, old. Wow, this I, is crazy. And I had this big old afro. Yeah. And I looked like a miniature Michael. Uh -huh. so, so Dick told them, when you guys come out, bring Rodney and, Don, and, and Ricky with you. And when we walked out, the place just died laughing. I know they went crazy. They went crazy. Because it was a mini Michael and a mini... Yeah, and Donny Osmond. Donny Osmond. Exactly. So if you go if you go on Facebook and you type in... No, I mean, if you go to YouTube and you type in Rodney Allen Rippey and you put Michael right behind it, you'll see the Dick Clark, that episode, that very first scene. And, and Dick told me... Years later, I saw Dick Clark, and he goes, you know what, Rodney? That was still my most favorite moment in the whole history of the American music. He goes, we could never recreate that magic. And that was his first night. And the funny thing was, they stuck the nominee in my coat. I was wearing his little tux. And they, they said, here, Rodney, here, you got the nominee. So when we rolled out, Dick didn't know I was too young to read. So when it came time to read the nominee, I pull it out. And I'm like, oh my God, I can't read this word. And everyone was waiting. And every it just locked up. And I was like, oh no. So I end up holding it up and it was the carpenters. <laughs> I couldn't read the word carpenters. And so that that's what happened. And so Dick, Dick, Dick did not know that was gonna happen. And everyone just died laughing. Man. Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> yep. Yep, yep, yep. Yo, that's crazy, man. Hey, well, let me tell you something. A moment like that can never be recreated because let me yep, tell you something. First of all, Michael Jackson can't be recreated. No, number sir. one. King of pop. And not only that, but also being Donnie Osmond is very hard to duplicate. Yep. yep. You know what I'm saying? Word up, G. Honest Jeff. Let me tell you something, man, because back in the days, one bad apple, boy, yep. that was the that was a hit right there, man, Let me from, share the Osmond, from, from the Osmond brothers. I'm going to share something with you. So I'm sitting there at the American Music Awards. The front row was here. I'm on the second row. Uh -huh. And on the chair in front of me was a piece of gaffer's tape, and it had Michael Jackson. So I, I, this, was before the, <coughs> this was before the show started. So I'm sitting there, and I said, Mom. Is Michael going to sit here? And she goes, baby, they probably are going to put Michael there. His name's on the chair. And sure enough, after we knocked it out, Michael came and sat down. And I was like, mama, it's Michael. And so my mom said, well, say hi to him. So I tapped him on the shoulder. And Michael looks over. And I said, you're Michael. And he goes, and you're Rodney Allen Rippey. And I was like, you know me? Because everybody knows you. <laughs> wow. Michael and, Jackson called you out? And I said to him, I said, I said, can we be friends? And Michael said, yeah. Give me your number. I'll call you. So I started scrambling. And my mom's like, calm down. Calm down. And, you know, we wrote a number down and gave it to him. And believe it or not, Michael goes, hey, I'll call you. And believe it or not, that next Saturday, it's a Saturday morning, west side of Long Beach. I'm just a normal kid. We're knocking around the house. The phone rings. And my mom picks up and is like, hello? Yeah, this is Rippy Residence. Is Rodney here? Who's calling? Michael? Michael who? Michael Jackson. Oh, my God. Yeah, hold on for a second. So <laughs> mom puts me on the phone. And, wow. I, and this is before call waiting, caller ID, all of this. Right, right. My mom talks, and next thing you know, me and Michael are talking for like, you know, about an hour. And so he says, okay, well, I'll call you next Saturday. And believe it or not, 
Michael would call me every Saturday morning at 10 o'clock on the dot and talk to me for like an hour. Wow. And this was just before he hit the off the wall. And when he hit the off the wall, he just blew up in the superstar status. And, and believe it or not, we lost contact after because he just blew up. Right. Because, I mean, he was traveling the world. Right, right. But, doing a lot. But over those calls, he always gave me good pointers. And he would call and say, hey, how many autographs you give out this week? And he always encouraged me positively. And he says, hey, whenever you go out, always dress your best. You never know who you're going to meet. And never turn down a, a, uh, a, a autograph because those are your fans. That's what Michael told me. And so that's why he was the king of pop. That's crazy. True that's story. crazy how, how the timing works. Yeah. Because around that time of the American Music Award. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I remember when the Osmonds first came out. Yeah. They were trying to do a comparison with the Jacksons and the Osmonds. Os yeah. You know what I'm saying? In mm -hmm. the whole nine. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And that was like that was crazy. It was the Jacksons bro. are black, Osmonds are white. Yeah. But yet the Osmonds sounded black. They were cool. They sounded black. Yeah. Man. You know what I'm saying? For Good real, sounds, man. yeah. They had a black sound. Yeah. You know, and that's why a lot of people were comparing them to the Jacksons. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Man. That's crazy. True man. story, brother. That's crazy. So you got the Got to get calls from Michael every Saturday. Yep. He was a cool dude, man. Yep. Damn, man. Yeah. Yo, so so let me ask you this. Besides Michael Jackson, who are your other biggest inspirations? You know, one day I was walking through the Century City Mall, right? Walking through Weissfields. I'm walking through the mall, and I just wanted to go grab some lunch. And I see someone coming towards me. And I was like, is that? And it was Sidney Portier. Wow. God bless him. Yes. Who just passed away. Yes, man. he did. And, and I had the pleasure of meeting Sidney. And I said, <clears throat> excuse me, sir. I said, are you Sidney Portier? And he said, yes, I am. I said, sir, you probably don't remember me. I said, but remember the little boy riding Allen Rippey with the hamburger? He goes, is that you, son? And I said, yes, sir. And I said, you're a huge inspiration. And he said, well, you keep up the good work. And I talked to him. I said, wow, man. And he said, well, I'm just going to get back to walking. I'm getting my exercise. And he was walking through the Century, walking through the Weissfields Mall by himself. Yo, man, you should have asked him the world's famous question. You know what the world's famous question would have been? Was that? Guess who's coming to dinner? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's just, exactly. It's me and Flame. Me and Flame hey, coming hey, to dinner. And then, and then you say, hey, hey, do you want to answer? I know who's coming to dinner. Who? Yeah. Sir. That's right. Because remember he had a movie out called... Um, to sir with love. Yes, yes. Sir. To sir with love. Mm -hmm. Wow, man. Yeah, man. A legend, but yeah. And my partner Chuck D got to meet him though. I never got to meet him though, wow. man. But Chuck, you lucky son of a gun, you. Yeah. Word up, G. You got to meet. You got to meet Sidney Porter. Yeah, Chuck. My there you dude. Go. Yes, Yo, yes, you get yes. a strike for that, Chuck. For sure. If you're watching this, Chuck. You get a strike for meeting Sydney Portier. Yeah, you go. Wow. But between between Sydney, I met, you know, of course, you know, the people like Louis Gossett, Mel Brooks. I work with Mel Brooks on Blazing Saddles. Wow. Yeah. I did the Johnny Carson show. So I mean, back to wow. back to the back to Yo, all of the Yeah, you know, I want to learn about a lot of these shows that you've been on that I don't even know about. I never knew you was on Johnny Carson. I never yeah. knew you did Blazing Saddles. Man, I did what else have Merv, you done? The Merv Griffin Christmas special. Merv Griffin? Yes, sir. Wow. Yeah, he's real Hollywood, man. So all of those shows I did Mike Douglas, Dinah Shore, Merv Griffin. Johnny Carson, I did all the major talk shows, um, and, and and again, it was just a, a, a wonderful life, man. I have no no regrets, none. Had did you ever meet Ed Sullivan? The Ed Sullivan Show. Did I do the Ed Sullivan Show? Someone had contacted me about this, 
And I think I did meet Ed Sullivan at some point. Yeah. I think I did. I think I did a show. It was funny. Sonny and Cher sang my song. Oh, we get back to the back to the all of the things that kind of popped out of the, the commercial. I actually, as a kid at the age of five, I recorded Take Life a Little Easier. It's an album, and it was on Bell Records. Wow. So, so you, you recorded an album? I recorded an album at the age of five. How many songs on the album? Twelve. Full. Man, Candyman. It, it, oh, man. It was another song called World of Love. Um, there were so many. Every There was another song called Everybody Knows But You. And it, it was a beautiful kids album. It was for kids. And we released it on Bell Records. And I became the youngest person ever charted on Billboard. I hold the record. Wow. Even ahead of Michael. Wow. That's crazy. At the youngest age. Yep. So around five and six years old. Five. You charted number one on Billboard. I didn't, I didn't get number one, but I made it on the Billboard. But you made it on Billboard. And that's though. all that counts. Now, and at that time, you were the youngest yes, sir. ever to be on Billboard. Yes, sir. And so that's after crazy. the album dropped, believe it or not, they had me travel to England. Uh -huh. And I flew to England, went to Buckingham Palace, Walk the grounds, and I actually performed my album at the age of five in England. Wow. And it was a huge concert. This is the funny thing. Tons of people showed up. It was a huge, it was a concert venue full, thousands of people out there, and I performed this album. How did it, how did it feel doing that performance? Can you remember it? I remember everything. Like, and it just... It was just crazy, man. It was just all of these things that went together. Then, after the album, Mattel Toy produced the Rodney Allen Rippy doll. I remember the Rodney Allen Rippy doll. Yes, sir. Yes. Wow. Yo, bro, you bringing it back. How you like that? You, you are bringing it so, man, you bringing it back, bro. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I forgot there was a Rodney Allen Rippy doll. Yep, yep. And a friend of mine this past Christmas bought one in a box, never opened, paid like almost $400 for the doll. Yo, right now that doll got to be worth way more than $400. I'm telling you, yeah. It was, and it was, it was on eBay. She grabbed it and gave it to me and as a I Christmas And I haven't gift. seen too many black male dolls rolling around there you go you know what i'm saying back then it mm -hmm. was it, it was thumbelina there you and, go and and barbie and ken that's right you know uh yep but see this what you're saying is that's how that doll came about because there was a little uprising against mattel toy and they said hey how come you don't have any black dolls and there was an executive that made a comment that said oh there's no market for for black dolls. And that just blew up into this firestorm. And they were like, okay, okay, okay. We take it back. And then they said, well, if there are any black doll manufacturers, we want to see what you got. And there was a lady here in Los Angeles who had a company called Shadana, S-H-I-N-D-A-N-N-A, Shadana Toys. And believe it or not, they put a pitch out, and there was a contest called Operation Bootstrap. They won the deal, and they produced the Rodney Allen Rippy doll. They did the Flip Wilson doll. Wow. They did the J.J. Jimmy Walker doll. That was all Operation Bootstrap and Shadana Toys and, and the Rodney Allen Rippy doll. And it talked. It had a voice box. And so I remember the Rodney yeah. Allen Rippy doll. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't remember the J.J. Walker doll or nothing like that. Man. Yeah. I just remember your doll, bro. Oh. Your doll was the first black male doll out there. They We all rolled out together. It was like they released them. But, you know, it's an honor. You know, it was an honor. And, and I never took it for granted, bro. I never took it for granted. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy, bro. Um. So let me ask you this. Yo. What are you working on right now currently? Well, I'm currently working on a couple of projects. Got a couple of reality shows. One's something called Taylor Wars. 
And that's all about tailors battling. You know, a lot of times you see these fashion shows, but you never see the real work that goes into making the garments. And so I'm friends with a top tailor. He's tailored to the stars, a cat named James Andrew Luna. And me and him are producing and we're putting all it's in development right now, but it's called Taylor Wars. I got a, a show that I'm, you know, I've been in big in the cars, you know, we've been in cars right. and stuff. Right. And, um, I got something I'm putting together called the celebrity shootout. And I want to bring the biggest names in music and entertainment and VIPs and have them all drag race for charity. Wow. So picture Jay Leno going up against, you know, uh, you know, uh, you know, going up against Drake. I know okay. one thing. Jay Leno got the cars to do it. Exactly. That's what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, man. But I, hey, hey, I've been up inside his garage for years. Man. Isn't that incredible? Yeah, he's got some amazing cars. Man. But the thing is, we're going to be doing this to raise funds for every major charity in the nation. And so between that, I'm looking at doing that reality show. I'm making my move into producing and directing. So right. I'm looking at, uh, again... Uh, being co-executive producer of the Country Soul Music Awards. I'm looking at actually making my directorial debut on a feature film called The Leather Mechanic. And that's with uh, based on the life of a, a dear friend, colleague. His name is David Vanderveer Burnett. He was the guy behind the scenes back in the early 70s and before that were doing... You said David Vanderveer? Van der Veer Burnett. Oh, David Van der Veer. Veer, that's right. Okay, see, I'm trying to get it right, man. There you go. peoples, man. I just for my, even though I'm trying to get it right for myself. Too. There you go. No, I'm saying David Van der Veer Burnett. Yep. Burnett. Yep. And he did all the leather for people like Miles Davis, Shaka Khan, wow. Rick James, the Isley Brothers. Whenever you remember those album covers, you've seen all that beautiful leather work with all the fringes. Right. He was the fashion behind the music. And so, wow, so he was the other Dapper Dan. So yes, sir. Yes, sir. Everybody used to go to Dapper Dan for their clothes, man. Their leathers mm -hmm. and their suits and all of that. So hopefully, you know, I'll be putting that together. And, uh, you know, I want to I direct. You know, I want to start to produce some things. The big thing is... Now, also, too, is STEM education. I've Over the years, after going to college and graduating, and I, I go out and I speak, and, you know, you start to look at young people, and young people don't have what we had back in the day. They don't have wood shop and metal shop and electronics and home ec. And so I'm with a group of people, and they are what you call a collective impact. And so this is something that's being coming down out of Washington, D.C., and we are putting together a huge collective of intermediaries and organizations that are all about STEM education. What is STEM education? STEM stands for, or actually it's STEAM, Science, Technology, Engineering, the Arts, and Math. And they're bringing, okay. they're bringing these programs back into the school, but we're starting at the housing authority level. A lot of people didn't realize... Over time, the, the kids in living in government housing and, you know, that, that type of thing, they were like, oh, they, they're not interested in these programs. Well, we found out that they really are. And we're going to be bringing programs to the young kids, those who have been looked overlooked. And, and especially, and sadly, it's been a lot of young kids, people of color, have been left out of the technology race, and we're going to bring these programs, everything from metaverse to drones to um, uh, computer science, we're bringing it all, and we're going to start in Richmond, Virginia, and we're going to roll this thing out nationwide. Wow, that's big, man. Yes, sir, and I want you to be a part of it, too, because you are part of STEM with the arts, and you being... I am. And, and how many <laughs> instruments do you play? You play... I, I play about 15. Wow, see? And then some things yeah, that people don't about know about you, and man. I play everything by ear. I don't know how to read no music, man. Wow. I never knew how to read music, man. I used to read trombone music back in the seventh grade, but then I I just gave it up. I wasn't too interested in reading the music, but I was playing all of my parts correct. Wow. Without reading the music. 
See, people yeah. don't know this about you. That not only are you a great actor, great personality, the number one hype man that ever lived, the ba- one of the baddest rappers on the planet, but you are a multi-instrumentalist, man. That's yes, And that's awesome. Yeah, no doubt. God is good, man. He's the one that taught me. He's the one yeah. that gave me that gift. Yeah. You know, so when I put, when I, when I, when I emulate something and I teach, teach myself. Wow. That tune or whatever, I say that that's God really teaching me. Uh, yeah, it's got to be. He allows me to have that knowledge to learn. You know, there are so many artists, you know, I mean, I had the pleasure of meeting Slash. He's classically trained. Wow, from Grunts and Roses. Yes, sir. And can I tell you something? Yo. He is the flavor flavor of the group. Yes, he is. Slash. He's yes, he's a bad that's boy. That's right. He's a bad boy, man. Had the pleasure of meeting him. Another cat. True story. I'm cruising down Sunset. I'm driving out Sunset. And I'm going east on Sunset. And there was a, a black Mercedes passed me. But I said, I looked through the windshield as they passed me. It was Lenny Kravitz. Wow. So I busted a U-turn. He was all by himself. I busted a U-turn. And I'm jockeying through traffic. And I said, I got to say hi to him. I got to say hi to him. And finally, I got window to window with him on Sunset. And he had his window halfway down. And I rolled my window down. I said, Lenny. And he went to look. And he was like, oh, shoot, I shouldn't have looked. And I said, it's okay, man. It's me, Rodney Allen Rippey. And he slowly turned and looked. And he rolled his window down. He goes, you are Rodney Allen Rippey. I said, Pull over, Lenny. And he pulled over on Sunset right by the rainbow. Wow. And I jumped out of the car, and he stayed in the car, and I walked up to his window, and he had his window halfway down. I looked in. I said, what's up, Lenny? He goes, man, he goes, I had your T-shirt when I was a kid. I used to wear your face (laughs) on me. I was like, Lenny Kravitz used to wear my T-shirt. Wow, that's big. He used to wear my Take Life a Little Easier T-shirt. Yo, that's big, man. And, and and another, I you know always loved his music, man. But wow, man. But those are the funny things that happen, you know. Yeah. Those are those things. Wow, Ronnie, you um, you've been on an amazing journey, bro. The best is yet to come, brother. And I'm and I'm also getting ready to drop my autobiography. God willing, this year I've been trying to get it together, and I want to try to finish up and finish up my autobiography. Do you have a name for it? Yeah, I, I think it's going to be Rodney Allen Rippey, Take Life a Little Easier. That's not bad. Hey, that's, that's it. That's not bad. What are you going to talk about in the book? Everything. man. But see, a lot of people don't know. I mean, live, you know, being in the industry, but at one point, there's some real, there's some real heartfelt stuff that happened. It was like, you know, I lost my mom when I was just in high school. My mom, my mom who got me involved God in entertainment. Yeah, man, God bless her, you know, but she, she passed with cancer and, you know, and I was just 18 years old and I, you know, right. and I thought she was going to see me grow up and get married and have kids and all that. And it just didn't happen, but she gave me enough to carry me all the way through life, man. And I mean, and she taught me very valuable things, her and Pop. You know, thank God my dad's still out there. Fred, love you, mm-hmm, Papa. 88, man, he's doing good. And, uh, you know, man, the best is yet to come. That's all I can say, man. Yo, have you ever thought about um, um, doing another Jack in the Box commercial, but like, like you now? You know what? You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> I would I, love it. Like, 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 you know how you got those, that was then, this is now? Flashback, yeah. Flashbacks, yeah. Well, would you, well, did you ever think about doing an update, an updated Jack in the Box commercial? Would love to. <clears throat> I would love to do that. It, think, it would be I fun to have me happen. and you in the car and go through <laughs> I think, but listen, I think, <laughs> that, I think that should really happen, man. An hey. updated, an updated commercial. Of Jack in the Box with you. Hey. Oh my God. We talking about out the window, bro. Hey. That'll be so crazy. It'll be it'll be crazy. Yay. Great good thought, man. And everything is possible. You know, I mean, 
The company's doing great. And that's one thing a lot of people have always wanted me to slam them. You know, I had people literally bring me campaigns and say, Rodney, we want you to say that you don't eat them. You don't eat Jack in the Box anymore. You eat us. And I'm like, nah, I can't do it. I mean, they were talking big money, too. And I was like, not my style. You know, I just, you know, I'm, I'm a loyal guy. I'm like, that's where I got my start. And you don't ever hurt the people who gave you a great opportunity. Yeah, now, I love right. them. And I'm like, hey. That's right. I give, them, I give them props. And I just said, nah, no, thank you. Never bite the hands that feed you. You just move on, bro. That's right. And the, and the hands that fed you. Always wish them the best, man. Of course. Yeah. You know, because those are the ones that got you started. Those that's are the where, ones that fed you first. That's where it all began, bro. You know? Yep. So those are the ones that, you know what I'm saying, you always, always give, bow down and give respect to. Yes. The ones that got you started, man. Yep. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Rodney Allen. Hey, yo, just in case y'all don't know, that's, this is my boy, Rodney Allen Rippy. You know yes. what I'm saying? First black kid on TV that wow. brought black children into television and a lot of us around wow. my age yeah. grew up with Rodney with Jack in the Box yeah. you know what I'm saying so for just in case that y'all just tuning in I just want y'all to know who my boy is you know hey. what I'm saying because this man is an icon oh man he is an icon you're an icon. You, you're an icon, Rodney. Much love, bro. Much I really love. mean that. You are an icon. And you and, as well. And I'm just, I, I can't believe you're my friend. <laughs> oh, man. But, you know, it's just cool. It's crazy. It just, Rodney Allen Rippey is my friend. I'm from Long Island. Yes, sir. I'm from Freeport and Roosevelt, Long Island. I grew up in New York. Woo. And I would never, never expected the day for me to be friends with the jack-in-the-box kid man i mean and i ain't gonna lie but you've been my friend you know for a bunch of years now yeah, rodney it has been but i just want you to know one thing and this ain't no lie bro yo as i sit here today i'm still a little starstruck bro ah, i'm sorry you crazy that ain't man. gonna never leave me man i guess that ain't going that part ain't gonna never leave me man yeah, you know yeah. what i'm saying I, I still get starstruck when i see you Hey, you and, and me and, as well. And I know man. that you're my boy. I know you're my friend. I know we've had episodes and everything together. We spent crazy time together. Yep. But I'm still kind of like in disbelief that you're my friend. Oh, you man. know, but and that's big to me, bro. You know what I mean? Appreciate you. Know what you. I'm saying? So, I mean, everything that you do, man, I mean, just God bless you with nothing but success bro thank you bro you know what i'm saying and if there's anything that i could do to even help enhance you hey, know what i'm saying word up love. man you know appreciate you, that you know you got your boy Flav in your corner man i love it you i know love what I'm it saying? let me ask you this sure um, is there anything that you would want the world to wow. know about rodney allen Rippey? man the type of person he is, you know what I'm saying? I mean, who is Rodney Allen Rippey? What kind of person is Rodney Allen Rippey? Is there anything you want the world to know about you? Or, you know, or, or, or is there anything you would like the world to know about you? Or, or anything that the world needs to know about you? I love it. You know, I have to say, Flay, probably one, one thing I want the world to know First of all, for all the people who've wished me well over the years, thank you. Thank you for following my career. Thank That's you big. for, you know, reaching out to me. Um, probably I would want people to know that um, I never took it for granted, you know. And a lot of times, you know, people go, you know, why don't you have this? Or why don't you have this type of deal? And I'm like, look, things will happen in time. But I have to say that I would want people to know that um, I've enjoyed this journey. Meeting people like you. Meeting people like, shoot, I mean, the old school people and, and, and meeting people like, uh, one story I got to tell you. Meeting Samuel Jackson. Met him at the Four Seasons. Wow. And met Samuel Jackson. He was walking through and he said, 
I saw him and I said, hey, Sam, I, said, I just want to say hello to you. He said, oh, nice to meet you, man. And I said, I'm, I'm Rodney Allen Ripley. I said, I don't think. And he was like, wait a minute. The, from the burger commercial? And Sam said, wait a minute. <laughs> Samuel Jackson said, 1972. I said, okay, 1972. He goes, Rodney, I just arrived in L.A. to start my acting career. I was in a little beat-up one-bedroom apartment in Hollywood, and you had your Jack in the Box commercials on, and you inspired me. He goes, you're the reason why I'm in television. Wow. And I'm big. thinking, like, get out of here. You, I mean, literally. Samuel L. Jackson. Samuel L. Jackson said that to me. Hey, you know what? I'm surprised he didn't say you're Rodney Allen Rippy? Yeah. Well, what's in your wallet? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's a good one. I like that. Oh, my God. Yeah, man. Because, you know, uh, Samuel L. Jackson was also in my 911 as a joke video. That's right. And he was one of the paramedics. I didn't know that. Yes. Yes, he was one of the paramedics. You know? Wow. And my video is part responsible for helping to launch him over the bar. Wow, Along right. with your inspiration of inspiring him to act, man, that's I mean, crazy. Man, I, I admit, that like we I, share this crazy same coincidence. So, I mean, meeting people like Sam Jackson, Quentin Tarantino, several times I've crossed paths with Quentin Tarantino. Right. Met Morgan Freeman several times here in town. I want to meet him, man. Those are all people who are just dynamos, you know, and, right. and they do. What they do. And, right. and it's just incredible. But again, back to your question. The only thing I would want people to know is that look out for me. I'm look I'm 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 still I'm still an actor. I'm still wanting to work and collaborate with great people. Oh, um, I'm involved with something, a big huge concert coming into Vegas. That's gonna be in March twenty twenty two. And um it's gonna be a huge concert. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's going to be a huge soul concert that's happening. So I'm gonna, I'll be peeping you out, letting you letting you know about it. But yeah, the most important thing is I want people to know that I'm still here, still acting. I and and the best is yet to come. I got some great projects, personal projects, and I want to make my move in more as a producer, director, and that's what that's what I want people to know. And 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 I just want to add on to that. I want the people to know that Rodney right here, he has a very kind heart, a very oh, oh. huge heart, very humble. Oh, man. You know what I'm saying? Very humble. He's not selfish. Yes, my brother will stop and take time to help you out if you need help with something. You know what I'm saying? In the whole nine and... Not only that, but always been an honest dude, man. Always been an honest dude, man. You know, and the best policy is honesty. Yeah, true, true. You know what I'm saying? And the yeah. whole nine. And not only that, but you have love for people. That's another reason why me and you are connected. Yeah. Because of the love that we have for people. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You do. And, and, and another thing about us which I can definitely say about you mm -hmm. and me too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's why I said us. But you you don't see color, man. You know what I'm oh, saying? Oh, no, you, man. You're like me, man. You you love all races of people. All races, man. You got you to. You know, and one of my biggest goals in life one day is to take all races and unite them together as one. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, no matter what color we are, no matter what race we come from, mm -hmm. no matter what part of the country, part of the world we come from, no yeah. matter what language we speak. Yep. But at the end of the day, we are all brothers and sisters, man. You know? Yes. And we must all stick together and build the wall of unity. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's and, true. And if this wall... Of unity could be built, it would be so strong, no one can come in and tear it down. You're absolutely so right. So that's one of my goals to try to, you know, unite all races of the world mm -hmm. together. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And and that's what connects me and you because yeah. we have ways of light. 
That don't mean you're like me. That don't mean I'm like you. No. That means we have ways alike. That's right. And God put us together for a reason, bro. I, I hope that we can I hope that we can really do some great things together. I mean, because you you again, you inspire so many people, young, old school, so many people love you, man, because you 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 got that sound and, and I'm just, you know, you got that funk. You got that funk in the music and 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 again, what you're saying is 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 diverse. Matter of fact, one last thing before I forget. I'm working on in February, Black History Month. February 24th, 25th, 26th is the second annual Global Diversity Summit. I'm part of that. Okay. I, I do interviews with top-notch people. We have a working relationship with NASA. Okay. And we literally can have NASA beam in live and talk to kids in the classroom. Well, that's big. And so we're inspiring kids to get in, involved with STEM education. It, again, you can, you can check it out at hiddenpioneers.com. That's uh that's the the tune in, you know, to let everybody know we're gonna stream this thing worldwide. Last year we did it, last February, we had two hundred and fifty thousand viewers. This year we're going for a million plus. Wow, that's so, dope, Rodney. Hiddenpioneers.com. Listen, man, I wish you much love and success with this project. Yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? Much love and success with all that Thank you're you, doing. Brother. Yes, sir. Yes, Congratulations sir. to all of the stuff that you've been through and done. Yeah. And got through it. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Just congratulations on you being the great Rodney Allen Rippy, who I can't believe to this day is still, man, is my friend. Uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Word up, man. Hey, hey, man. You know what? Betsy. We love you, Betsy. Bet. I know you're going to see this, Betsy. That's right. And I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, Betsy, yep. we love you, Betsy. Bets. Right? Betsy yeah. Hammer. That's it. Yeah, boy. Yeah, man. Hey, yo, Rodney, man. Listen. Yo. Thank you, man, for coming to Blessing. My, my, my studio with your presence, bro. What a great spot, man. You know what man. I'm saying? And, wow. then, and then also on top of that, what I want to do is I want to give you my book. Oh, man. Thank it's you. called Flavor Flav, the icon, the memoirs. And that's a story about my life. You know what I'm saying? And it's the story about the life that I was living before you became my friend. <laughs> I've got to read this, I man. want you to. I really want you to, bro. Wow. You know what I'm saying? And the whole nine. And just wow. thank you so much, man, for just... Coming to my studio, bro. This is big, man. Hey, you know what? I ain't gonna take it unless you sign it. You gotta sign it, oh, bro. Oh no, I'm gonna sign it. Oh, oh I'm go. gonna sign this. I'm gonna oh, I'm gonna man. sign that bad boy for Look you. Look at that. I'm hey, gonna sign this bad boy for and you. And congratulations, man. man, on your book. Continue success, man. I can't wait to hear some more music, brother. God bless you. You're looking good. You're sounding Thank good. Thank you, man. Bless your family. Thank you. And man. all your millions and hundreds of millions of fans around the world who love Flavor Flav, PE, and, and what's to come, man. Thank you, Rodney. I and mean the that. Same goes out to you, man. Yeah. You know bro. what I'm saying? Is there any last words you want to say to your fans? Hey. Hit me up. Follow me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. I'm on. I'm out there. Say hello. I appreciate all the years. You got of an IG? Yeah, got Instagram. Hit well, me up. Tell people what's your IG? Hey, you Rodney Allen. Put that out there. Hey, it's Rodney Allen Rippy. I'm on IG. You can find me. Definitely. You got Hit a Twitter? Me. Twitter. Got put Twitter. Put that too. out there too. Twitter. Put, Twitter. Put right? everything out there. Everything. Rodney. Everything. Fi everything. Rodney Allen Rippy. You can find me on Instagram, Twitter. Facebook, I'm there. Say hello, become a friend. I love you. Peace. Everybody, I couldn't have even said it no more better than the man himself. Rodney Allen Rippy, right here in my studio at the Flavor Flav Show, the original podcast. I want y'all to tune in next week because guess what? You'll be surprised who I'll have next. You know what I'm saying? But in the meantime, between time, I thank you all for your time this time. 
Till next time. Rodney Allen Rippy, baby. Woo! Yeah, boy. Yes, sir. Yes, sir.